Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey everyone, this is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Welcome to the You're okay Mental Fitness Studio. I would like to thank our sponsors, Ned Siegfried, Luke Peterson, and Todd Bradford with Siegfried & Jensen, Mark Richards with Wasatch Recovery, Colby and McKenzie with Thread Wallets, Drew Peterson with First Digital, Greg Jackson with Mountain West Spine and Orthopedics, and Travis Whitaker, the owner of Living Recovery Interventions. And also, I'd like to give a shout out to Paul Cardall. The music that you hear at the beginning and the ending of these episodes is by Paul Cardall. He's an amazing person, and he's been one of my heroes for years. So thanks to all my sponsors and Paul Cardall for believing in me. I love you guys so much. Please enjoy this next episode. Well, we are back. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast, and I got two amazing people with me here today. Seriously, two of the best people I think I know. Mm. I, I don't just say that lightly. They've both been on the Belief Cast before, and many of you may have heard uh, their story. You may not have. I mean, you guys are everywhere. It's not just with my stuff. I'm sure you guys have heard of these guys. We've got Danny Deaton, and we've got Smith Alley. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. We're excited to be here. Stoked. Stoked. Always love coming on this podcast and it'll be a test yeah. we're gonna see who doesn't talk over the other one yeah well yeah it should be it's usually huh? me being talked over but <laughs> i'm okay with it no i'm just kidding oh, but he towers man. over me so yeah. that's the, that evens things yeah. out yeah. We, we 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 wrestle it out after that's yeah right. any any beef so yeah well a little background really quick on danny um first and foremost he's a husband to an amazing wife she's fantastic i love her yes yeah, you got three energetic children um, you're a certified interventionalist, who, uh, and you're the owner of Living Proof Recovery Services. You also do your own podcast, which I love. I've been on it a couple times already, mm-hmm. and the feedback on that's been fantastic. You're 15 years clean and sober. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Dude, that's, right? Yeah, it's I mean, great. come on. That's pretty cool. Um, unfortunately, it it's kind of rare, and I hate to say that, but, man, to hear that is pretty awesome. You just shared a, a text that you got from we got from a former client that um, that you had some run-ins within back yep. in the day, and he's doing well, and he's yeah. really inspired by your story now. And it's always cool. good to hear other yeah. success stories. Your passion is helping families, um, and uh, you really do make a difference. And that's why we're here tonight is because we're going to promote some things that you guys are doing. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. You bet. Smith Alley's 19 years old. He's currently at Utah State. University, right? Yep. He loves school, man. He's, he just loves it. <laughs> loves to learn. <laughs> Convincing himself. Yeah, he I, loves it. Hey, I love yeah. to learn. Whether or not that's in higher education, yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. See but, where it goes, yeah. Um, you know, let's see, if, let's see if my friends and family, how they'll react to a college dropout story. Oh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Well, if you don't know Smith, you need to know him because – you know, you were on my podcast, like we mentioned, and I'm not kidding you. Like, if I didn't if I didn't know your age when you were on there, I would have guessed you were in your 30s. Amen the maturity level you have, and the feedback I received from people, you um, 
you're a motivational speaker, to be honest. You go around, he speaks everywhere. He's booked solid all the time doing speaking events because he had an issue with pornography in his life. He struggled through that. And I've never seen someone at your age be so vulnerable being willing to share that you struggled with that. And boy, and I think that's why people are eating this up because they re- they can relate with you. Finally, someone who's younger is going, hey kids, this is how I struggled and this is what you can do to get out of your struggle if you're doing the same thing I'm doing. Yeah. Is that I mean, fair? Yeah, I mean, the the truth is is that the vulnerability is like the the most scarce resource on this planet and it's what kids need. And so, you know, it's... It's a, it's a different story to be able to say like, hey, I'm not a 35, 45, 55-year-old guy, uh, parent talking down at you, but yeah. I'm someone who, I, I've been in your shoes and I just, you know, I just want you to know that there's hope um, in your story. There was hope in mine and yeah. that's, 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 the, that's the bottom yeah. line. Well, both of you, just not to steal your words, but I will, you're both living proof mm-hmm. that you can go through some of the hardest things a person can go through and overcome it and get through it and then be in a position to help other people. And it's, it really is. I, I'm grateful to rub shoulders with you too. Well, I hope you know we're that. We're grateful to be here, and everyone who watches this show knows what a remarkable person you are. So the feeling is mutual. Well, thank you. Well, Danny, why don't we start with you? Just give our listeners a little background on just a little bit about you and kind of a little bit about your struggles and then how you got to where you're sitting here today. I know that's a yeah, lot see, to seniors say. seniors first, right? Yeah. Age over beauty. Age over beauty. <laughs> no, I, I've been on this podcast and it, it, it was an incredible opportunity. It was, it, I described it to my wife as it was a spiritual experience being with Todd and being able to talk about these things was an incredible experience. Um, one that was spiritual to me and mm-hmm. grateful that I had it. I, I won't go into much detail of my story, but just to explain why I'm here. Yeah. Um, he, Todd mentioned I am over 15 years clean and sober from to this day, still what I've in this crazy world we live to be one of the worst addictions I've ever seen. Now, everybody eventually gets to a place that it's really bad right. and life is completely out of control and unmanageable. Yeah. But it 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 was an, an ugly, dark time in life. Now, I share that, but <laughs> you know, you rewind the clock years before then, and I was what every mom describes their kid as being is a really good kid. Maybe yeah. not all of them, but yeah. you know, I was a really good, sweet little Cub <laughs> Scout boy who <laughs> Thrived right. in sports, did everything I supposed to, loved being around people and socializing and girls and active and had an incredible childhood. So I I don't want to bore you with the, the details of my story at this point. You can go listen to my story if you'd like to hear a little yes. bit more. But the reality is just like far too many other millions of really good kids, I got led down a path that just about took my life. It is a miracle I'm here today. I mean, I yeah. was brought back to life more than one occasion and found mm-hmm. dead on more one, more than one occasion. And the process it took, though, from getting from that l- really good kid to someone clinging for life, homeless, incarcerated, and all those good things, yeah. is a process. Yeah, It's a progressive thing. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's one that I didn't realize till I fell on my face and was fighting for my life why it started how it started. And so... 
for me, it's different. We all experience different levels of trauma, but for me, it was the pressure of how am I going to ever become this and mount yeah. up to this and be what the world says is tall, dark, handsome, and successful and all these things. So when little substances came along in the way and they took away that yeah. pressure, it was amazing. And what happens is you get a hook in you and it just builds up over time. So my story for what it's worth is becoming far too common. That's why I've yeah. been drawn to do what I do, to help families who have someone suffering from their addiction figure out how to get out of this tangle of tangled mess they're in yeah, right. and get traction to move forward. It's because the story is becoming too common. So I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm, I look back and I lost good friends. I lost everything I had. I, I mean, I was broken yeah. in an orange jumpsuit with a, not a dollar to my name. And I look back and I feel so incredibly blessed that I went through that experience because who I am today, the way I parent my children, the way I treat my spouse, the way I interact with my fellow beings, and the empathy and the desire I have to help people stems from that rebuilding process. Had I not gone through that, yeah. probably would have just been just a normal guy, you know? Yeah. Which I am. I'm nothing special. I'm a normal guy, but it just gave me that element that I don't think I would have had, had I not been through it. So, yeah, I love that you say that Danny, because I, I really do believe adversity and this is for all of us. We all go through adversity. Adversity addiction is the wake up call to your greatness. It is. Are and, you going to wake up? Yeah. And you, you woke up. Luckily you didn't die in the process because you went through so much like you mentioned. So yeah, I mean, I love to see what you're doing today, but you never would be doing this had you not no. gone through it. Nope. So how cool is that? Yeah. Thank you. You bet, man. Yeah. So Smith, want a little background on you? Yeah, I mean, I'm the. I always say I'm the. I'm the resident young person of almost every group, <laughs> I I walk into. Yeah. Uh, I I joke that like almost all of my friends are over the age of thirty, um, <laughs> and I'm usually closer in age to their children than I am to them. Like yeah, he's right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. But um, my kids think he hung the moon. My goodness. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. They Aww. just obsess with him. All, all you got to do is like have some cool toys, a, a nice lightsaber <laughs> no, and a drone. And, or a personality yeah, that a everyone yeah, is attracted drone, to. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, I mean, my story again is is way too common. And I say that it's, uh, it's a little piece of almost everyone's story or a, the story of someone they love. Yeah. Um, and at a young age, uh, you know, besides being held with some very high expectations of who I was supposed to become. Um, also being bullied for a speech impediment that I had when I was uh, in elementary school, really just found it just fell down on myself. And then when I was exposed to pornography at age nine, um, it was my medicator and it was what made yeah. me feel better. Yeah. Um, and it was a fake love, but a love that was always there for me. Um, and, so that, 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 that became my, my world and my number. And so, you know, going through mental health struggles, um, and, uh, using pornography to cope, that's, that's what led me down a, a dark road where, um, you know, sat, I was sitting in my eighth grade woodshop class when I made a plan to take my life, um, mm. then ended up with some false accusations against me and spent a year and a half fighting, fighting in court and, um, not knowing where my life was going to go. And 
uh, at that moment when I when I realized the the path that I had a, a, ahead of myself um, through some inspiration from uh, Fight the New Drug uh, nonprofit here. Clay Olson, baby. Yeah. yeah. The man. Um, realizing that I wasn't a bad kid, but a good kid wrapped up and enslaved by bad content. Uh, and then also Rob Eastman, who you've had on, oh, yeah. on your podcast. Uh, beast. He, yeah. He came into my <laughs> eighth grade health class and spoke and I, I found hope for the first time. Um, then got into all of this crap and I, I realized that I was going to pick a path of redemption. That was April 26, 2018. And ever since then, I have haven't been perfect whatsoever, but I've been on a, a fighting path where um, not only am I trying to find my own happiness and trying to find my own freedom, but I'm also trying to help kids all around by showing them that there's, there's a vulnerable um, role model that they can look up to and that they don't have to hide yeah. b- behind everything that, that they were trying to be. Because just like Danny, I was a... You know, I was a good kid and an yeah. Eagle Scout. Um, everything that everyone wanted me to be, I was. Got good grades. I was a good athlete. I um, was in leadership both at church and at school all the time. Yeah. I was the kid who knew everybody at school. I was the kid who smiled at everybody and said hi to everybody. I like People would have sat there and called me the, the popular kid. Um, and yet I was going through things that people who w- would never see. And so... I try and let kids know that that they don't have to struggle in in silence and that they don't have to um, they don't have to live up to to unrealistic expectations of their peers and unfortunately a lot of times of their parents too. Yeah. Um, that it's okay to be broken. Um, it's not okay to to be broken and accept that and right and accept defeat. Right. Um, because there's a there's a greater life out there and so. I started a foundation called the Live Life Bigger Foundation where I travel the country and speak to youth. Um, I've spoken over 200 times to in 10 different states to hundreds of thousands of people. And yeah. uh, then I also started a company called Protect Strong where I help parents bridge the gap to technology, um, which is what brought me and, me and Danny together is, you know, I saw this this uh, trend and Danny's seen it too, um, where parents are raising their kids in a historical phenomenon. This will never happen ever again, where they grow up without technology, but have to raise kids who only know the digital era. And, um, so I'm trying to help parents kind of bridge that gap. Danny's trying to help parents bridge that gap in the addiction space, because Mm -hmm. again, it's something we've never seen before. You know, we have loads of fentanyl coming, coming into the the u.s and killing kids and it's discovered as it's um disguised as smarties or nerds or things like that and um it's a it's a big problem so we're we're trying to to make to make preventative changes in in people's homes we did we we crossed paths a while back and i think several people had mentioned oh you should know this person or they'd mentioned each other you know to us in different settings and then thankful uh-huh. the world of social media makes the world a smaller place. But yeah. both of us having the same exact passion, we had different stories. We're at different stages of life, but both of us had something that lured us away, took hold of us and about took our life. And both of us are willing to wear our heart on our sleeve to talk yeah, about it, to be transparent sure. and vulnerable about it. And we came together a while back and just decided you know, Smith's doing the things he's doing. I'm doing the things I'm doing with my business, but we wanted to collaborate and do something together. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing, our other goal was there's so much, um, especially in what I've seen with working with parents, it's like, I'll, I'll reach out to, to someone we know and I'm like, hey, your kids are this age. These are the things that they're 100% going to be struggling with one of them, whether it be they've been exposed to pornography, they're addicted to video games or to social media, they're being bullied on social media, they're being sextorted on social media. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that this plethora of struggles that every single kid in this world is dealing with one of them. Yeah. Um, can I come talk to your family? Let's sit down. Let's let's solve these problems. Let's talk about them and let's set up your tech safely. And so many times it'd be like, oh, we love what you're doing, but we don't need that right now. And <laughs> I'm, I'm sure like, you hear that yeah, I, and, and right I'm like, now. you idiots, everyone needs this, right? Like yeah. your kid is, listen, drowning. I'm a believer that your kid is amazing. I believe just as much as you do that they're amazing and they, they can achieve whatever. This world is wicked. This We are living in a wicked, wicked world where there is more crap, more trash being thrown at youth every single day. Um it's a good point you bring up because when we were younger, our parents were younger, there were challenges. There were serious, legitimate challenges. Yeah. So in some aspect, nothing's changed. There's the challenges. What's changed is the world. Yeah. What's available and what's offered. Yeah. And the toxicity of behind what's available and what's offered. And the, the accessibility. Yeah. It's just, it's um, yeah. Amplified. How easy things are to get. It's that's the, that's what blows my mind. It is unbelievable. I, you see things starting to be posted. There was actually something from Gab Wireless posted yesterday, and I've repeated the same phrase over and over. Kids nowadays have the ability to have drugs delivered to their home, and any parent who thinks that it's impenetrable, their house, the avenues they have to do this are incredible. Yep. How you can convert money and, and have it sent over, how you can use certain apps and different emojis and codes to have where in the past few weeks, I've learned with about a half a dozen young adults that they're having food delivery service companies bring the drugs to their house. It's a simple process that they do. Here's your chicken sandwich. So they're like, well, how do they get it? Where do they find it? We used to go to school and you'd look around for the kids that had tattoos and were smoking outside. Nowadays, it's a simple search of anything on any platform. Anything. Well, I mean, not to mention that, and you know, You've told this story where when you were a young kid, it took a team of five rambunctious boys who were so curious about what a woman's body really looked like to sneak into the house and find the chest with playboys and, you know, keep guard to make sure that mom and dad don't come home and pull the chest out, crack it open, (laughs) find the, find the shoe box with the playboys in it. All this effort for a two dimensional image on a piece of paper. And now in, yeah. 30 seconds, I can get to hardcore pornography on Instagram, right? And it's just... On any device. I watch them do it with parents all the time. They're like, no, we have this. Yeah, we, have this we got a blocker image. on it. Yeah. Yeah, and Smith's right. like, okay, here, let me show you. And they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But the yeah. sad part is, is you don't even have to look for it. It will find you. It'll eventually. Yeah, I heard something. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, on one of the social media outlets, um, TikTok, that if you scroll through 10 things 10 pictures or videos on average seven out of the 10 are sexualized oh for sure and then the the other two out of the three are violent yep on average i know it doesn't happen all the time but think about that if that's what your kid's scrolling through yep are you kidding me like how 
So obviously there's something going on that needs to be yep. addressed. And it's, you know. Even older adults see it. We oh, all yeah. know we see it. Right. So but you're I not actually, the target market. To think about the agor- algorithm that goes after younger people, it is yeah. 7 out of 10. Yeah. Um, so I actually did a post on TikTok just a while ago. Oh, okay. Um, and there was a study um, measuring indicators of sexualization in 648 videos that were posted by the 12 TikTokers most followed in Spain. Um, mm. And then two, a qualitative study with 12 in-depth interviews to TikTok users, six male and six female, between eight and 17 years old, also from Spain. The video analysis revealed that hypersexualized behaviors were in 10 out of 12 accounts without statistically wow. without statistically significant gender differences. Um, and then it said that then they interviewed these kids, right? The, the yeah. consumers. And they said that um, most of the young people perceived self-sexualization as a form of self-empowerment. Um, wow. While when they describe it in other women, it is a, a penalized and negatively valued as a form of objectification that favors bullying. So wow. it's staggering. It's this whole thing um, on TikTok. They call it the body hierarchy. Uh-huh. Where do you fit in on the body hierarchy? How much do you weigh? What does your body look like? You know, um, oh. all of this, this crap. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, again, these platforms and I did a video on it. It, it blew my mind that the type of stuff that the algorithm feeds. And I think this is another big part with, with, um, how parenting is going on and just kind of the, uh, the awareness of parents today is Go ask any 35, 45-year-old woman. What do you think about Instagram? How much bad stuff do you see on Instagram? They'll be like, nothing, right? Oh, I see stuff about cute fashion, um, hair stuff, yeah. uh, nail stuff. The The most damaging stuff they see targets um, body dysmorphic disorder yeah. um, and eating disorders. Um, so a lot of like fitness stuff, weight loss stuff. Um, and I've done, I've done polls with my own followers and... That's my demographic, by the way. The people that follow me, most of them are uh, women from the ages of 24 to 45. Right. Um, And that's a lot of what they see. And yet, for me, every single ad that I get has something to do with either a dating app or like an app where you can live stream. It's like a live stream TikTok. Um, An app called Big O Live that I got an ad for. And I went on and I did some research on it and I did an app review on it. Um, And it was just like ridiculous the amount of you know the second that instagram knows you're a man when you hit that explore page button you're gonna see a a lady in a swimsuit without fail yeah and hopefully more people are coming to realize this is just true you're targeted like you are a target there's a bullseye on you yeah and it boils down to there's a battle for your soul yeah i think there's a spiritual aspect of it that we we discredit and that is there's a battle for each one of our souls. Well, and as I'm listening to you talk, both of you, we can't passively go through this. We have to make a conscious effort, a Amen. conscious decision to do something about this. And that kind of leads into what you two guys are doing. You got this amazing program called Raising Kids in Combat. Yes. What a perfect name, right? Yeah. Because that's what it feels like. Yep. So talk a little bit about that and, and what your you know mission and vision of this whole yeah. thing is. I know you've already... F- had this started, has it been going for for about a year now? Yeah, 
and roughly? I'll let Smith kind of explain a little bit of what we we talk about. He yeah. can go into some of the things. But the reason behind it and why we started it is his story, my story, the experience he has, the experience I have, and helping with others. We just wanted to help. You know, this applies to anyone, but really who who we had in mind when we, we sat down, we came up with the name, we came up with the concept, came up with the things we wanted to talk about. We wanted to help, you know, it's kind of like the demographic of women your age. We wanted to help mm-hmm. these parents of younger yeah. families yeah. understand we are going to face challenges, but how can we, like you just said, proactively, like they're going to make an assertive effort. Yeah. We all grew up kind of in that mentality where the neighborhood raised you, right? Exactly. We had no phones, yeah. no way of tracking <laughs> us. You wouldn't even know if one of us were kidnapped. We just were like, that's, so that's true. the era we lived in. <laughs> but nowadays things are different. So we wanted to help these families just say, hey, I endured hell. I went to a dark place. I've learned a few things, and not only from my own story, but working with all these other p- people. We just wanted to share these commonalities that we see all the time and empower families with a few things that might, they may be aware of some of these things already, but if they're, if they are, it's a way to do them better. Right. If they're not aware, it brings light to the awareness side, which is these are in everyday life Yeah. as much as no one wants to believe it or admit it. Cause we all pray that it wouldn't ever penetrate our home. It yeah. does. It will. Yeah. Those days are over. So the approach is trying to be proactive. In my business, we we trademarked a saying that's the mantra to our business, which is our yeah. secrets keep us sick. Yeah. It is the truth behind all of this. It's what led Smith down his path, it would led me down my path, started small, got big. So we came together and said, Okay, let's take the experience you have, let's take the experience I have. We both found that we were as goofy as one another, we were as crazy as one another. And <laughs> although our age was completely different, we both had a very strong love for one another and what we were doing. So raising kids in combat, we started about a year ago. Yeah. So, um, we met, we met, I, I remember we met over lunch, December 22nd Oh wow. of last year. You have a better memory than me. That's right. Yeah. He's younger. So it is. His brain's still clicking. <laughs> well, and I think, I, I think another big part of this is, uh, you know, although we both love what we do, uh, for work, I mean, there is no, uh, you can't put words to it. You can't put words, words to the experience of sitting with uh, a young person or an old person who has lost all of their hope. Yep. They have lost every single ounce of hope in their body. And they are sitting there with no direction, with, with a complete feeling like they have nowhere to go, that no one loves them and that no one cares about them. And they're they're a lost cause and every day we both do that yeah. and it, it is hard 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 work you start to see some common themes like common trends you know for sure and I, I think a big I think a big reason why we wanted to do this is because a perfect world is a world where both you and I are unemployed yeah right yeah and um we want more people to play offense instead of defense to start facing these problems and fighting these problems before they're sending their kids to meet with me or Danny or before they're sending their kids to a counselor. We want them to to start talking about this and to learn the ways to actually build like a, a supportive home yeah. um, before things go wrong. And, you know, I think 
no matter what kind of parent you are, you, you can be one of the best parents in the world, but you're going to fail. And somewhere along the line, you're going to traumatize your kid. And so how can we, how can we try and, and say like, okay, this is going to happen. How can we create an environment where they know we didn't mean to? Right. And I think, I think I've seen that, you know, I love being a fly on the wall in Danny's home where like, you know, Danny's not perfect. That's just how it is. But his kids always know that like, he's sorry if he, if he messes up. Yeah. And even me be, being, um, you know, I like to try and be like the, f- the fun uncle type of yeah. type of person. And the kids just, I, I know that they feel like safe and, and at home when, when I'm around and, uh, creating environments like that, where, you know, I hope that, that all of your kids would feel comfortable if they're not comfortable talking to you and EJ feel comfortable talking. Oh, that's to the me whole point. And telling yeah. me whatever people in spaces, they feel comfortable for sure. I, I'm going to let Smith tell you what we're about, what we're launching right now. Okay. It's about to come out cause it's really exciting, but just some history. So we came together and it wasn't just like, Oh yeah. And we just like sent a text. We sat down, we spent tons of time. We put together a lot of thoughts. We refined those thoughts. We had professionals help us refine what we were doing, our approach, the subjects we're talking about. We even reached out to some some incredible leaders in like like sex education experts, like mm. child psychiatrists, yeah. like a lot of different people to help bring elements. So this is a lot of his experience, a lot of my experience. We touch on different aspects, but we also brought other people in to help. There's a lot of there's a lot of associated a help i guess in creating this whole thing so we started doing it we started having events where we'd come and people would come parents would come and we were doing it on our own we were having doing it through some churches and through some um, businesses and you know a while back smith said we we need to be able to get this into the hands of more people yeah and so you can tell them what we decided to do. Yeah, I mean, so um, again, me being the resident young person, I'm like, <laughs> let's put this on yeah. on digital because, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I have uh, the world that I like, even though I think that social media can be a toxic toxic place. I think that's where everyone is, and it's a great it's a great tool to do good. Um, and all three of us in this room have seen that where we, yeah. you know, you can inspire people and reach people through for sure s- social media. And I've, you know, had an experience. I think when we did this podcast, I had, uh, I think like 1500 or 2000 followers on Instagram and now I've grown to 25,000, yeah. um, in, in like just a year. And so many people are out of the, the state even out of the country, you know, have yeah. a thousand rural or so, areas. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, followers in Canada and people, people everywhere. And you know, I was, we were talking with Danny and I'm like, we love doing these in-person parent workshops and we'll continue to do so. Yeah, we get to hug everybody. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to talk with them and have dinner with them and do, do everything like that. But you know, there's people outside of this state outside of our valley there's people out there who need this information everyone needs it yeah and so we we need to to do this digitally and so we we created um our raising kids in combat course where which we were doing uh in person into a digital workshop um yeah what are some of the subjects we cover in there tell them so i mean 
some of the some of the best things that that this that this course has to offer. Uh, Danny goes into again more of his specialty, which is um, you know get, so five difficult conversations that you should be having with your kids, mm-hmm. and we even have like guides on how to have those conversations, whether it's about sex or drugs or bullying. How do you have those conversations? Here's like a little script that might yeah, happen. Sure. And you can you can play off of it. Um, <coughs> excuse me. You can play off of it and see what works best for you. Um, but guides on how to have those. We have seven tools um, and proactive practices to prevent addiction that Danny goes over. Um, and also how to remove shame, stigma, and fear mm-hmm. from your home. And really just open up your home, have safe and honest conversations and then more of my uh, expertise is in, um, again, the technology. And right. there's I see two parts to that. Is that one thing, there's an addiction problem, uh, not only with pornography, but just with social media in, in general. In general, yeah. And so you have, to, you have to target that. And you do that in two ways. You do that first by setting boundaries with technology. So there's a screen recording where we go and work through every single software that you should set up on your kids devices and on your home devices, how to set that up, what Wi-Fi router that you, what Wi-Fi router you should use to mm-hmm. safe, um, to make sure that all the information coming into your house is filtered, what things you should use there. And then there's a second part to it where, which is like, you can't just throw padlocks and expect it's gonna work and expect for your kids to be like oh yeah that's cool like you gave me this device that i'm totally reliant on now and like it's totally the way that i cope with all my emotions yeah and now you're taking it it away so the other part is like having the conversation so media agreements um my family did this and again this is all from experience things that we did in my story yeah Yeah. we set up uh we call it the stradivarius clause um there Mm. was a man in new york city a world-renowned violinist who sold out a weekend of, of concert halls, then went down into the subway. They did a social experiment with him, put him in ripped jeans and a tattered shirt and a baseball cap. And he went down there and played on a Stradivarius violin. The violin alone cost $1.2 million. Yeah. So someone could have gone and mugged him, taken the violin and retired off of that. Right. Yeah. And so he goes down there and it was less than 10% of people stopped to listen to him because they were all just down in their phones. And so my family read the story and we're like, we want to be eyes up enough to notice the small, amazing, beautiful things happening yeah, in right. everyday life. Yeah. Um, and so let's make guidelines on how we want to do that. To do it safely, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and not yeah. only like what we don't want to do, we don't want to spend our whole day on TikTok. We don't want to spend our whole day on playing video games. But what we do want to do, you know, what goals do we have? What things do we want to do together? Whether that's having family dinner to, together, um, you know, a few times a night, uh, a week, um, whether that's, we want to use technology for good. We're going to make a goal to post an inspirational thing on Instagram every week. We're going to make a goal to send a text every single day to someone you haven't talked to in a while, making goals to do good. Um, and then also we have a, a tech contract that I wrote up and put together myself, um, that I've used with hundreds of families, um, that gives power back, back to the parents. Um, and, works to take the contention out of technology. And so, I, I mean, just those informations. And then personally, what I think is probably one of the best resources in the whole workshop 
is the seven day guide that we created. So all of these things that you go through in the video, you then take this printable workbook and for seven days you work and implement all of these things in your home and journal about them. Hmm. You're like, what did I do and yeah. how did it change my family dynamic? What did I do and how did my kid react? What did I do? And all of these things and you get to go down and implement all of these Love these it. principles. Yeah. And each day we have another thing that we saw was that there's kind of like a, a proactive principle that you can do and then like a defensive principle that, that, that you can do. Yeah. And so every day there's a proactive principle and a, and a resiliency principle like that. that you implement into your home to become a better parent and to, to make your kids stronger. Um, and so we created this, this all encompassing, uh, again, this isn't a workshop to, um, this isn't a workshop if your kids are for, for people who have kids that are struggling. If you have kids that are struggling, you should definitely still do this workshop and do this course yeah, and go through and become a better parent. But this is also the workshop for everyone because again, we're not saying that like all kids are bad. This is only for kids that for parents of kids that are struggling. Yeah. This is a, the world is evil and is throwing so much crap at your kids. This is how you train them to be prepared for be it. Trained. Yeah. I love well, that. we got great, such great Very feedback well along the way, everywhere yeah. we were at, people were just, it was received so well. So we're just so excited that it can be available for more people now, e love more it. easily consumed, I yeah. guess, you know, that's yeah. not limited to those people close by. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the great thing about this too, is that, so in our, in our in-person parent workshops, like it would be impossible to be like, Hey, everybody bring your laptops and your iPads and your iPhones in and I'll set up the tech on them. But here you can go through yourself and I walk you through how to set up this stuff. And then because, so you get this course for life, you can go back and rewatch it. And as technology gets outdated, as we, we feel we need to add more into that, you always get that, that new stuff coming in, that yeah. updated version. Um, nice. And so, you know, and, and I've seen this as technology advances my my softwares have to advance as well and updates happen and people have to know how to continue to use it and so i think that's a that's a great a great thing about this is that it's always there for you to go back and to look at it and remember what happened but it's always there to continue to like oh there's this new update on ios 18.1 right right yeah and here's how you should make sure to use your restrictions to combat that combat. Yeah. We're excited. It's Man, it a lot amazing. of powerful stuff in there. And we're so grateful you let us come on and talk about it. Well, yeah, you mentioned something and I want to maybe, uh, have our listeners here. You, you talked about a supportive home. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? And what does it look like? Can you just give us a few maybe bullet points of what a, uh, a supportive home would look like? So for our parents listening to this right now, yeah. that they can maybe see, even start implementing some of that stuff. Now. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of what I talk about and go through yeah. and it's because it's what fuels every person's addiction, downfall to whatever it is. And, and yeah. I know even people have a hard time with that word addiction. Maybe some are more comfortable saying bad behavior, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's every one of us want our home to be a Harbor, a safe Haven, a place of refuge. Yeah. But often they're not because there's, people in there full of emotion and we have different boundaries within mm -hmm. our family. So a lot of the instruction is helping people refine maybe things they've already done to do it a little bit better or just 
helping them understand what kids need these days. Our parents got away with it. There were certain things, maybe subjects they didn't want to bring up, talk to us about. So they just didn't. They didn't bring it up. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was a part of the female anatomy. I was really curious because the kid at school kept yelling it and saying it. So what I came home and I have to go in my dad's office and there's these big, huge wood cabinets climb up there. It's like four feet up in the air. And there's these books called encyclopedias flip through that thing, couple hundred pages. And there's a pencil sketch. I was like, that's not the day and age we live in anymore. Yeah. My son came home from middle school or sorry. He's, he was in sixth grade asking me what 69 is. What's 69? It's written on the school wall. You know, Dennis Rodman wanted on his jerseys. What, what is it, Dad? I didn't address it because my wife is bringing in groceries. My daughter was yelling because she's trying to find her shoes. It just wasn't convenient. <laughs> right. My son turned around. He doesn't even have a phone, grabs my wife's phone and says, hey, Siri, and asked what it was. Wow. That quick, he was able to get that the information. Fast. He's sixth so grade. That's, that's one of many, many examples. Yeah. But we live in a different day and age. You can't hide. You can't run from these things. You can't expect they're not going to happen. The best way to prevent them from happening in your home is to be proactive, to have these difficult conversations. We talk about the proper way to create a safe place in your home. Yeah. We use it in our home. It's a specific spot in our home. And we go to, into detail on the courses of the rules and how it works and how mm -hmm. to implement it and how to explain it, it to your kids. Love it. But if we can just have these simple conversations and people can start talking about these things at a younger age, one, I'm sad. Two, I don't feel like this or that. I don't feel good enough. And they're not going to be brushed off. They're not going to be discredited. They're going to be heard. They're going to be understood. And also when you get the more difficult conversations, sexuality, identity, any of these difficult things because the world's so confusing, your kids will stop going to places like social media to look for these answers. And they'll come back to the root, the source of where they need to hear it from, which is you. Right. So we all want this and we're all trying to do it. Yeah. There's just some really cool ways to help you be more effective with yeah. it. Well, that's the thing I is like that. what we love about what we do is we lay out a structure for every single topic that you'll ever have to have a discussion about your kids with. And you have it in that structure and you don't deviate from it. Yeah. And this is one of the biggest things that I tell parents is you handle your kids getting a bad grade or leaving the under their underwear on the bathroom floor the same way as you would you getting a call that they that they're dealing drugs or you getting a call that um you know that the police just found them uh on the on the on the verge of a of a suicidal attempt right and you handle everything the exact same way in this structure and it creates a safe space and the biggest problem is that parents parents will go to their kids and be like buddy if there was anything that you ever needed to tell me i don't want you to be scared and i'll love you right and parents say that they say that if, if their kid ever had an addiction that they could come to them or if they were being bullied that they could come to them and that their parents would love them. But then parents freak out over, again, like underwear being left on the floor or a bad grade at school. And what how a child's brain works is that yeah, they say, trains them. they say, well, I'm getting, you know, this is a small thing that I did, a small mistake that I made and I'm getting this much yelling. Now, the, the other thing that I'm doing behind closed doors is a hundred times worse so I'm going to get a hundred times more punishment than I am for the small thing. And so when, when you say that you'll, you'll listen to them and that you won't be mad at them, they don't believe you. Yeah. And so when you, when stay, you act like that out of fear, no one point. wants it to, you just act out of fear because yeah. you're yeah. thinking worst case. So a lot of the practical things here you can start doing. And it's like muscle memory. 
Yeah. You and start doing yeah. them now. And so when it comes to that point where it's a critical, difficult thing, this is how you already interact with yeah. one another. And it and it's all that. in that structure. And what I love about that structure is that it removes shame. Yeah. And um one thing that I so I actually just went on a therapy trip for myself. And one of the amazing things that I learned is that so people humans aren't born with shame. Right. Um, the only way that humans are given that humans get shame is if they are given it. Right. So you have a dad who is uncomfortable with himself because he never felt like he was enough growing up because his dad made him feel like he was never enough growing up. And then he goes to his son and his son messes up on something and dad gets mad. Why does dad get mad? It's not because he, his son is doing something wrong. His son made a mistake. He's nine years old, right? No problem with that. Yeah. Dad gets mad because dad isn't good enough for himself. Yeah. And he transfers his, his shame in that to his son. Yeah. And now one of the worst things that, that, that parents are doing nowadays is in that they try and make it sound like love, right? And it, it, it's really not. So they say, I'm, I'm doing this or I'm saying this because I want what's best for you. Yeah. So here's a little play, famous line. right? So I'm, yeah. I'm making it sound like I want what's best for you. I'm making this sound like love, but in reality, I'm transferring you shame. And this structure that we've created, it removes shame from, from the whole situation. Um, and of course you're, you're, you're going to mess up. And so you I got to find out the rest of it. You're going to have to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it's, that's why people need this program. Mm-hmm. honestly this because i think more, a yeah. lot of parents are like i don't know what to, i don't know where i would start i do i think i you know how to teach principles and things like that to my kids but boy it'd be great like you keep saying this structure this framework that they can rely on lean back on share with the family yep. and another thing correct me if i'm wrong it connects the family together yep. yeah Right. Instead of being connected to the phone, you're connected to, to Which your is what family. everyone wants. Doesn't everyone so want distracted. that at the end of the day? Yeah, that's all they want. Yeah. Dude, I love well, it. We're excited. Tell them what it's coming out. Yeah, so um, it, it's coming out October 14th. We're going to be doing a 2022. sale. 2022. Yeah, so we'll be doing a sale the week of, um, 50% off, um, and you can get it there. You can find me on Instagram at live.life.bigger and Danny at Your Living Proof. Um but everyone that listens to this loves Todd. So we gave him a, uh, their special, the discount yeah. code so th- is so going to be Todd. T-O-D-D. <laughs> Todd. So Todd. yeah, through. Because I know that before you've, belief cast has been used and other things. And, you know, yeah. there's some people like myself that have to like actually write it down yeah. to see if I'm saying it out or spelling it out right. B-E-L-E. You cannot mistake Todd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. T-O-D-D. Yeah. So yeah, th- through Todd, you, you can get 50% off of this course, which is just a crazy steal. It comes nice. with all those things, the printable work- workbook. It is literally such a great value and we just want people to be able to have it. Yeah, we're it. excited. So um, yeah, you can use code Todd that week um, for 50% off. And then he's also going to have permanent forever 25% off to give to you guys. Whoa. Um, Heck yeah. So make sure Love to that. go there. To we'll, we'll make sure that we have the links in the yeah. show description. Yeah, I'll put in all the show notes and everything. What What is there? Do they just email you directly or what's the exact site they go to? Right. So it's on a it's on a site called Teachable, which is a course site. Okay. Um, so you can go to the link there. You'll just sign up within 
with a login and then you can log into that at any time it'll and you'll take you right there we'll course. provide the link to you for the Great. show notes that'd be and good to have yep. we'll have it on our social media pages yeah. yeah well you guys are amazing i love what you're doing i love your passion and i love your knowledge like you guys know a lot and it, it comes from experience but here we got smith again i don't care that you're younger i mean you're speaking volumes to me and everyone that's listening to this right now I love I love you, dude. Thank you. Seriously, I love you too. like I <laughs> seriously, it's it chokes me up because we need this. Um, I have two grandchildren now, and I keep thinking of what world they're going to be raised in. And you know, my daughter and my son-in-law, they're amazing parents. But how cool for them to have this framework, right? You know, as they're raising these kids. Yes. So we need it. We need it. We, we need, need each you other, guys. So thank you for being willing to come share a portion my of this goodness, with us. Thanks man. for having us on. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Any final words before we wrap it up? You know, I think from both of us is like we just genuinely we we love people and um, we we understand the struggles. And, and if we haven't gone through it in our own life, we've seen it with the people that we work with. Um, and because of that, we just yeah. we I think we both have this deep desire and passion and fire to, to just help. Yeah. And we all experience different types of pain and injuries in life, but there's nothing more detrimental than emotional wounds. Yeah. And ironically, that's what's rarely talked about. Yep. So we've decided to kind of just put ourselves out there and wear our hearts on our sleeve to talk about yep. emotional wounds we went through because we know so many others do, and we hope that gravitates them towards us and others so that we can help. Beautiful. And hopefully, you know, uh, hopefully change that script, right? And yeah. Yeah. You know, for years and years, people have said sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah. But words hurt. Words really yeah. hurt. And feelings, feelings are real. So, you know, uh, maybe we can get to a point where, where words can hurt and that's okay. Yeah. Love it. Thank you for this platform that you, you created. I know so many people who love it. <laughs> they do. No, it's, it's beautiful. The support I have for this blows my mind. Um, I challenge everyone listening to this right now. If you have a family member, if you have a friend, if you know anyone who has kids, send them a link to this episode so they can get the code, they can get the show notes, yeah, all of, everything they can to reach out to you too. Danny Deaton, Smith Alley, two powerhouses in the house, so to speak. <laughs> Man, it's so good to have you guys. Thank you. I Thanks love you guys. Anything I can do to support you guys, you just keep letting me know and I'll do anything I can to continue to help push this uh, agenda this beautiful program that you guys are doing. Let me it's know awesome. you mean that. Thank you. Truly. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're, we're trending. We're ranked in the top 100 in mental health in the world. For Booyah. Podcasts. Blows yes. my mind. And so it's not rad. because of me. It's because of guys like you two who come on and get yeah, vulnerable. Like that word, vulnerable. Too. And uh, so I'm just grateful for that. I love you guys. And uh, until next time, take care.